This episode of Lawyers Tell All is brought to you by the Intake Academy. Do you know how to cement relationships with more of your ideal clients, get them to commit to you, and send you more referrals than you ever thought possible? Visit www.intakeacademy.com where you will get the strategies you need to make the most of your marketing and advertising dollars. Plus, develop a team of intake specialists and attorneys who convert more qualified case opportunities and build meaningful relationships with prospective clients. Welcome to the Lawyers Tell All podcast, where Chris Mullins, the preeminent sales and communications consultant in the legal industry, shows you how it looks through lawyers' eyes. Here, innovators in the trenches provide powerful insights that help you connect with new clients, handle the sometimes harsh realities of the legal profession, and embrace the mindsets needed to succeed. Be sure to visit our website at www.lawyerstellall.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, lean in, tune in, and let's take a deep dive. It's Chris Mullins with Lawyers Tell All, and today I am interviewing attorney Nick Troxel. Did I say it okay, Nick? Yeah, yeah absolutely perfect. Yeah. Thanks okay, for having so me. Yeah, absolutely. Nick, tell everybody about yourself. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I'm originally from Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, I got my undergraduate degree in accounting from the University of Nebraska. I ended up moving to uh, Colorado to attend law school at the University of Colorado. Um, I've lived here for the last 10 years. Um, I started a law firm here in Denver in uh, the end of 2017 uh, with my best friend and um, room, roommate at the time, Josh Fitch. Uh, we're a law firm built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. We aim to help companies form, grow, and sell, um, and we like to have a little fun along the way. Okay, so what, why did you decide to be a lawyer? Like, why why do you want to be a, an attorney? What happened that made that happen for you? Yeah, yeah. So honestly, um, you know, I had played football through my freshman year of college. Uh, after a string of injuries, I kind of had that moment where um, anybody who doesn't, you know, every athlete has at some point, right, where they know it's time to hang it up. Um, and honestly, at the time, I just picked law school because I needed something to apply my drive towards. I knew that if I didn't have an outlet for kind of my my pursuit of greatness, I might kind of not get to where I want to be. And so, you know, doctor, lawyer, well, I pass out every time I get my blood drawn. I'm definitely afraid of needles. So I was like, that's yeah. probably not a good fit for me being a doctor. So I actually just was like, hey. Law school seems like a good bet. Uh, my grandfather was a lawyer. Uh, my mom was going to be a lawyer. Uh, she she ended up dropping out when my grandfather died. She was in law school, um, and so I really just set my sights on doing something. You know, hey, just just work towards this, and you'll end up in a good place. Uh, throughout undergrad, I, I I realized that I had an intense passion for entrepreneurship. Um, when I came and visited the University of Colorado Law School, there was such a robust uh, startup community that I realized that it was a really good place and that I could kind of scratch that entrepreneurial itch via practicing law. Um, and, and the rest is history. Came out here in 2014 and, and went to law school at the University of Colorado. Um, 
you know, got in, got into uh, the entrepreneurial law scene and uh, then decided, you know, as much as I love working with entrepreneurs, I'm one myself. And so we uh, decided to start a law firm together right out of law school. And um, now we're six years in and there's no turning back. Okay. So now I think, did you say pursuit of greatness? Did you- I did. Yeah. Okay. So that didn't that didn't pass me by. So uh, what? Tell me tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I'm a big of a blessings in this life. You know, the ability to think things through and connect with people and help people. And I've always believed that I it's kind of like my duty to maximize my time um, in this life mm-hmm. and to make most of it. So I just kind of always felt that way and I thought that might have something to do with football or something around there. And then, you know, when once it didn't happen, I realized I needed to that. You know what, Nick, you're breaking up. I don't know if you realize that or not. You're breaking up and you're oh, I'm sorry. And you're frozen. I'm not sure. Is there anything else that you can do or? The only way. Maybe we should just keep going. Is it good now? Uh, it's not, it's not great. Keep, um, keep talking a little bit like about your pursuit of greatness and I'll tell you. Yeah, you. Yeah, so I mean, I've just always believed that you should. <laughs> I've always just believed that you should make the most of your time, make the most every day. Um, and so, to me, you know, the pursuit of greatness is just to live a live a life well lived in all in all ways, to make the most of the gifts you've been given, to make the most of every day. Um, you know, to to have fun and be happy and help others. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so let, let's, let's start over just because we kind of, we kind of had some chitter chatter going on there. Um, but now you're warmed up. So that's the good news. Um, yeah, no worries. Yeah. So we'll start over and then I'll, when I send it to the editor, I'll, I'll put a time marker on there. So tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Hello, everyone. It's Chris Mullins with Lawyers Tell All. And today I'm interviewing attorney Nick Troxel. Nick, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Chris, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, my name is Nick Troxel. Uh, I'm a co-owner and co-founder of Troxel Fitch LLC, a law firm built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Uh, we help businesses form, grow, and sell. Uh, the firm was started in 2017, and uh, you know we're really excited to to tell you a little bit more about it. That's great. And so you know what? Um, I just had a a different thought right now to to start with from our previous um, talk. What about law firms? So, are you folks involved in or getting involved in? Um, like law firms, helping law firms. I mean, you must be, I would imagine, like helping law firms to grow and maximize and then maybe even sell their firm. 
Yeah, interesting question. So actually, we haven't as much. We found that the, most of the attorneys who have reached out to us oftentimes end up deciding to draft their own legal documents for um, everything, yeah. um, which is not, in my opinion, the best route to go. But um, I guess everybody has to make their own decisions with respect to their business. But um, we find that mostly we work with high growth tech companies um, and and a lot of other kind of operational businesses, manufacturing, um, you know, distribution, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you also mentioned um, you, uh, being an athlete and uh, playing football and um, your pursuit of greatness, right? So we can't let that go. <laughs> you gotta... Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I played football for most of my life, thought I was going to do something with that. I played through my freshman year of college. After a string of injuries, I, I realized that I wasn't going to, you know, go pro or anything like that. And it was time to uh, find a new focus, find somewhere else to to apply my drive. Um, I've always believed that in life, you know, there's a there's a kind of a pursuit of greatness aspect to everything, right? Maximizing your time you know, maximizing the blessings you've been given. Um, and so I've just always wanted to make sure that, you know, I, I make the most of my life, I make the most of myself, and I, I kind of max out everything that, that I've been given. And so I knew that I needed to do that. And at the time, I, uh, you know, I looked at either being a doctor or a lawyer. Um, I knew I couldn't be a doctor because I pass out every time I get my blood drawn. Um so I figured law was a good alternative. And, um, you know, I, I uh, ended up um, applying to a lot of different law schools. I was actually more wanting to move to Los Angeles and go to USC or UCLA at the time. Um, but when I came and visited the University of Colorado, um, I, I found that it was a, a better fit for me. Um, and I never looked back. Mm-hmm. So, like, and how did the whole... Um entrepreneurial like being a law firm uh for businesses how did that happen like because i mean there's so many different kinds of law what what is it that got you involved in that yeah absolutely so the biggest thing was you know boulder is a quite entrepreneurial city there's this big startup community um and so there was a lot of opportunities within the law school to immerse yourself in the entrepreneurial community um and so we really just kind of found that avenue and and there was a passion for it and and from there we really just kind of kept going and and never looked back okay so at what what other kind of businesses have you started yeah absolutely so um we don't actually have any other businesses at this time personally um but um in the past we did have one other business we were looking at doing um but we never ended up pursuing it so at this time it's just a law firm Okay, because when you said entrepreneur, okay, so you probably have a bunch of businesses that you've already launched or or you tried, right, uh, years ago, but okay, so maybe not. Um, so tell me the different kinds of, like, what's your perfect client? Yeah, absolutely. So for us, the perfect client is uh, really a, a company that's looking to grow um, and typically grow quickly and wants a really good legal ally on their side. I mean, I think the sometimes the best clients are people who have faced harsh legal consequences in the past because they understand the value of a good attorney. 
Um, ultimately, what we do right is risk mitigation. Um, and, you know, for people who haven't maybe necessarily felt the, the repercussions of, of what too much risk can do, uh, don't always appreciate it as much. Um, but that's what I would say. People looking to raise money, grow quickly, things like that. And what's, isn't there a certain niche though? I think you said earlier, right? That you're, you focus more on or? Yeah. I mean, so like high growth tech companies, um, you know, everything from manufacturing to distribution, um, really anyone who is in a higher risk industry where legal kind of, uh, risk mitigation is more warranted. So what's what's hot right now that that's that you're working on? Yeah, honestly, what we see a lot of these days is people leaving white collar jobs to buy buy blue collar businesses. Um, so people leaving corporate America to buy an HVAC company or a plumbing company or something like that. Um, so we're doing a lot of those types of deals, um, mm-hmm. buying and selling of those businesses. Okay, and so it's it's you and your partner, right? And just two of you at the firm right now yeah so there's two attorneys and then we have one uh staff um page who handles kind of all of our intake and marketing and billing and things like that she's really a rock star and we we she's invaluable to the team you know the worst number in the world is number one right (laughs) right like one of anything danger danger right right yeah probably you might want to have two two pages just in case right right um okay so what what do you feel what kind of advice can you give law firms in general because one of the biggest things that i find with law firms is and still after doing it for 30 years they they forget the fact that they're a business that they are a business no no matter what market they're in they're a business and um i think a lot a lot of managing partners and owners struggle with running it as a business. So what do you think about that? And what, what advice would you give? Yeah. I mean, so I think for us, one of the big things that we do is we set aside two hours every week to focus on, on the business itself. We do a two hour strategy session every Monday um, where we focus on making sure we're looking at the business kind of from a, uh, you know, purely business perspective, right? Not just, gaining uh, more clients or billing legal work, you know, how do we build processes? When is it time to plug in new people? Things like that. Um, Another big thing that we did from the beginning that a lot of law firms don't do is uh, really push on digital marketing. Uh, A lot of law firms kind of scoff at Google reviews and SEO and things like that. Um, I think we did like 35% of our new client revenue last year from people who just found us on Google um, or via other kind of online means. Um, so that's the biggest thing that I would say. How, how, um, how are those leads coming in? Yeah. So we've built a process to where people call in or email into the uh, main phone line or the info at troxelfitchlaw.com email address or through the, the website um, and then from there, they're able to have uh, our, our page will kind of have a discussion with them, initially determine if they are a good fit um, kind of from a high level. You know, we don't litigate at all. We don't do bankruptcy, things like that. So she'll help kind of weed people out who aren't mm-hmm. um, within our practice area. 
And then if it seems like a good fit, we do free 15-minute phone calls with those people. Um, we're able to assess at that point whether it's a good fit for them to work with us. And then we tee them up for, you know, an engagement letter and, and, and get that all integrated into our system and mm-hmm. get to work. So they, they get a, a 15 minute a free consult and then, then it's signing the engagement letter and, and moving on from there. Yeah. We're always happy to offer longer consults, but we do, we do uh, would charge our hourly rate at that point, just because, mm-hmm. you know, if you take, free hour consults you'll never get any work done yeah right i'm glad i'm glad to hear that you're not doing that okay so and then what makes let's see one of the questions that you asked uh, or suggested that we ask is what makes uh proxel fitch different from other law firms yeah absolutely so i think the biggest thing is um you know we started this law firm from the ground up and so we faced a lot of those same challenges that business owners face in terms of having to kind of scrape by at the beginning, make decisions on, hey, what's the most important? What's the best use of your time? And so, um, you know, having built this firm from the ground up ourselves, we're able to offer a little bit more boots on the ground perspective as opposed to, you know, if you have a business attorney who's only ever worked in law firms, there's not really a concept of what being a business owner actually is. Um, You're really just kind of assessing risk and law from a, 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 you know, kind of, theoretical perspective yeah so do you have a pretty easy going life like kind of like just kind of uh not not really stressful uh no i wouldn't say so i mean i think the practice of law is always stressful to some extent but um you know we do things that uh allow us to enjoy it a little bit more you know living in colorado we love to take days off to go snowboarding during the winter uh, especially, you know, when, when powder comes in, um, you know, we, you know, you, you get to at least pick when you do it, right? I mean, if you want to, you know, go to the gym because you want to get your mind right, um, you know, there's no requirement to sit in the, the desk nine to five, right? It's say if you want to work late or work early or whatever it is. Um, so there are days where it's more stressful and less stressful like anything else in life. But um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I ask because, most law firms that I communicate with, um, yeah, they're, they, do, they don't really, they haven't really made the time for themselves. So they are pretty stressed out um, and working really long hours. And they're trying now to implement change where they can take care of themselves first and then, you know, their family and so on and so forth. So it, so that was the impression I was kind of getting, which is a, which is a good one. And so like your example is start from the very beginning to um, take care of yourself and then the rest will follow. Whereas most of the other law firms that I talked to, they don't, they didn't start with that right away. So now they're having a difficult time trying to get there. Yeah. I mean, I think that lawyers as a profession like to, you know, life, like self-punishment. I mean, people in law seem to uh, really kind of thrive and, you know, bragging about how stressed they are and how many hours they work to the detriment of their life. I don't really get it, but um, it seems to be the plight of most lawyers. Yeah. My mother said, um, like, I, cause you know how people always say like, you're, you're, you're really busy. Like I'm really busy. I hate that word busy. Like it makes it, it sounds like to me that 
you're the only one in the world that's busy. So my mother said, well, just change the word to engagement. I've got lots of engagements or something like that, right? Right, right. Sounds less stressful, so maybe it'll be less stressful. Okay, so risk uh, management uh, tools for business owners. What would you say they are? Yeah, I mean, so for the most part, when you're talking about legal risk mitigation, right, it's about making sure, you know, hey, you start a company, you have good operational documents in place, right? For an LLC, making sure you have an operating agreement that clearly sets out, hey, who owns what, how decision-making is made, how we're going to split up money, what happens if we disagree, uh, what happens if one of us dies or become disabled or divorced, uh, things like that, right? Making sure that you set out the rules of what you want to do up front when, when there's no money or little money on the table versus once, you know, there's been a lot of time and effort put in and now there's money on the table and all of a sudden people don't agree on things and, and there's no document to control how things work right? Or putting together a contract, um, you know, and saying, hey, if we have an agreement, uh, clearly outlining, hey, what, you know, what are you going to do? What are we going to pay? You know, how is, you know, adequate service judged? Uh, what happens if it isn't? What happens if there's repercussions to me due to your services or the product I purchased? Really just kind of making sure the people are on the same page that that risk is allocated to the party that really should bear that risk. You know, similarly, buying and selling a business, right? A buyer of a business. A business isn't something like a piece of real estate or a car that you can do a lot of, you know, you, you can just kind of go and do a survey and do an environmental test or take it to a mechanic or something like that, right? I mean, there's a lot of intangible pieces to a business uh, that, that require you have certain assurances, um, you know, via contractual language to be able to um, make sure that you're making a purchase that isn't, um, foolish, right? And so our job is to really put in place those contracts that that properly allocate risk um, to ensure that that everybody gets what they bargained for. Mm -hmm. You must get a, involved in or kind of cross over a little bit to how to run your business kind of thing. You know, people asking questions about that have nothing to do really with the law part of it, but it just kind of seems like it might cross over a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and we certainly aim to be a counselor in all ways that we can help when we have that expertise. Certainly, there are times when we don't have expertise in certain industries and things like that. And so we urge our clients to, you know, try to figure things out themselves. We, we love to offer advice. However, you know, we can't run our client's business for them. So you do have to walk that line to some extent where you say, hey, look, you know, this is the way, you know, these are the risks. This is, but ultimately, right, it, it's up to the business owner to decide, hey, what risks am I willing to take? Because, um, you know, it, it's, you know, it's not up to us to say, hey, this is what we, we would do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what's next? What's next for your firm? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we're really pushing to grow in the next year and, and add a new attorney towards the middle end of next year um, so that we can continue to kind of grow our capacity. For these last six years, we've really been focused more on um, kind of our own entrepreneurial journey and enjoying the, the you know, flexibility of self-employment and things like that. Um, but now we're really looking to try to expand the firm, grow, build out our capacity and things like that. And so that's really the next step for us is to start to hire, start to have, uh, you know, people who are able to build some of the work as opposed to just the two of us. Mm -hmm. 
And so we'll see where that goes. Yeah, well, that sounds really exciting. Um, any last words for, for everybody? Any advice that you want to give? Yeah, I mean, what I always just say is, I mean, you can achieve anything you want if you're willing to put your mind to it and work hard and sacrifice. And so I see people do it every day. Um, you know, we did it. We didn't have any money or backing when we started the firm, and we just dove in and did it. And we never took, uh, you know, we never saw failure as something that was um, – you know, a, a real thing, right? I believe that you only fail if you quit trying. And so the biggest thing is, you know, you got to just keep putting one foot in front of the other and, and things typically work out. Yeah, right. hundred percent. How can folks get in touch with you? Um, or do you just want to give your website or? Yeah, the best way to get in touch with us is via the website. It's just troxelfitchlaw.com. Um, that'll have our phone line and as well as you can, uh, sub, you know, uh, put in a written submission to the website. Um, and, you know, if, if you have a matter that's within our wheelhouse, we'd love to, you know, offer you a free 15-minute phone call and see if it might be a good fit to work together. All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Nick. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Lawyers tell all. So long. Thank you for tuning in to Lawyers Tell All, where Chris Mullins takes you on a journey with lawyers in the trenches who show you the realities of what it takes to succeed in this chaotic, crowded, ever-changing profession. Remember to visit our website at www.lawyerstellall.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on Lawyers Tell All. Thank you.